Meant to be, meant to be. Welcome back, Sam Bam. It's your girl, Jess. Just be real. Welcome back for another dope episode of Just Be Real Podcast. Today, I got somebody who's very special about to join me today. You know, let's talk about a little passion, the sandbox. Literally, it's where we are now. 27 years later, it's a lot. Meant to be? Probably. Enough for me chatting. Let's get real. All right, so as I told y'all, this episode was special because there's somebody special on this episode. And, um... I didn't tell y'all, the episode's called Rebuilding Bonds. Rebuilding Bonds. It's a conversation we don't have often, maybe behind closed doors, but sometimes we're not real enough to bring it up front, especially when we play our parts in the situation we're rebuilding the bond, regardless of who it is. So I had to bring my girl, Lindsay, on the podcast because, um, you know, we met back in preschool, literally in the sandbox, but we really had to rebuild a bond, not once, but twice over. So, you know, it was like a new 11, you know, spring and I, you know, falls. Okay. Hi, you see what I did there? Spring and fall. Hi, you see what I did there? <laughs> so, that was the inside joke. That's really not an inside joke, but real talk. Lindsay's a Zeta, so she crossed fall 11, and I'm a Delta, and I crossed spring 11. And right now, we are repping hard. Um, but it's still 11, so we don't want twice over. It's the new 11. So, Lindsay, welcome. Thank you. I'm here. I'm excited. And she's the first one to ever be on the podcast where we have a microphone for our guests. So, this is pretty freaking dope. This is epic. This is epic because I think we've had Elgin on the podcast, who's another uh, Winston Winston Salem alum. And um, we didn't have that. We weren't on that level to have two mics. So, you're the first that had a mic. Shout out to you with the red mic on deck. All I see is blue. All right, thank you. Girl, here you go with the bull. Here you go with the bull. But, um, yeah, today's episode is called Rebuilding Bonds. FYI, if y'all hear Lindsay smacking, a.k.a. low-key sipping, she's in the process of eating. Like I said, I don't like, I don't like bringing people on my podcast and they don't eat. You know, that's just not fair. She knows she won't touch that salmon because it's too scrumptious to just watch it as it goes cold. So trust and believe she's going to try to be real incognito about that one. But rebuilding bonds, we're going to have this podcast because I just feel like it was essential for me to have that because again, like I said, Lindsay and I have known each other since we were in preschool, but by the time we turned eight, we kind of got distant because she moved to Maryland. So at that point, it was like, we knew each other for four years. We go back, we probably meet each other at like 26. It's a whole different vibe because y'all literally were kids where y'all kind of didn't even know y'all So where y'all are pretty much adults, went through a lot of life because college plays a very big factor on that, especially when you go away from home. So a lot of different, you know, struggles or different situations might not be so common between you two, but at the same time, be a commonality. So again, it's a rebuilding a bond. And then, you know, we're going to keep it 100. We had a little fallout, and we reconnected, and that's rebuilding the bond of a bond we never really fully had 100%. So it's like, Meant to Be was the name of the song by TLC, because regardless of what they went through as sisters or friends, they knew at, at the end of the day, we're meant to be. I got your back. I'm a, You know, I hold you down the way you hold me down. Am I right, Lindsay? Push up, push up. <laughs> is that, is, am I speaking the truth? Am I, am I telling what's really real? No, you, it's, it's completely real. I mean, you know... We never foreseen things happening the way that they did, and they did. But I'm I'm a firm advocate. If you meant to be in somebody's life, you're gonna be in it. So that part, here. That part, that part. So um, so rebuilding is to build something again after being damaged or destroyed. How often do you feel rebuilding happens, Lindsay? Not as often as it should. Um, I feel 
initially I feel like in all honesty um I can say I feel like it's like a facade a, a, a first rebuilding is if they need a, a some benefit from somebody I feel mm. like it's not genuine mm-hmm. um an authentic rebuilding I don't feel like happens as often like I don't feel like people do that as much as they need to like really dialing back and figuring out their part played and having a conversation if you don't act- actively have a conversation about what the fallout was about i feel like how can you really get past it if you never addressed it in my opinion that i mean you're not wrong though because again like i said it's something that again trying to be being after being damaged or destroyed so it's like there's it's like a ship there's a hole in that ship that got to be repaired or it's going to sink eventually if you let all that water and it's what you're going to do make it rapid when you repair you're just gonna let it sink like it's a it's a choice so i agree um like you said it doesn't happen as often as it should i feel in friendships especially mm-hmm. when it comes to black females because i feel like it's more so on the competition level where a lot of female black me females are seeing it as is like let me learn from whatever you've done mm-hmm. because clearly it can be a stepping stone for me to elevate and maybe tweak tweak in my own way so i think it's more so of a crab and a in the in the barrel. In a barrel, but I want to say I want to say diamond plated because everybody's trying to have a bling to show where their, where their mm-hmm. status is, um, where that's where that's at. So that's why I feel like it's on some why it doesn't happen because if you think about it too, in re, in relationships, a lot if there's somebody cheating and it's infidelity, let's say it's a man and another female, she's going after other the female. But why are you not going after the man? Because that's the one who had the bond to make the commitment mm-hmm. to you. That female might knew something about you, but she don't know you to have no obligation to be loyal to you. So the man, that's his entitlement. So why are you going after her when he's the one that made the commitment? Because that's your man. I think in that sense, I guess with that example, more so it's easier for you to address the indirect problem as opposed to the direct problem so it's like okay i know it's your fault but um i know they're in the wrong so it's easy for me just to go off on them as a po- and then you put a patch over whatever situation or issue that you had with them because you still want to be in it a part of you doesn't want to let go that's probably another reason why people don't talk about it like they need to because they, hmm. don't, they don't want to let it go true so why is it that rebuilding has such a negative connotation when it comes to friendships? Like when you're like, yo, I'm about to rebuild this friendship with so and so, and they're like, oh, well, what they do to you? So was it worth you rebuilding? Why is it always something that's a negative where it can't just be trying to rebuild a friendship because you might have done everything right, but you know you could be a better friend because that person told you, hey, I need more from you in this friendship. Like why do you think it always has a negative connotation? Shit. Ah, uh, goddamn. Maybe more so. The aftermath, you know, when you fall out with somebody, it ain't always, you know, you don't necessarily talk the best about it. Uh, you you go in, you you're you're still mad about it. You you're still upset. So when you actually take that time to reflect on your own without outside opinions, and then you realize you want to change and address the situation, you're left with the people only hearing all the negative. So they were just like, why you want to go back to doing that if all you did was talk negative about it? they don't understand your thought process more so and understanding your growth because some people are it's easy for people to just brush people off and just say fuck y'all and then keep it pushing i mean that essentially that's what i see i know like if you want to take us for instance i'm not even gonna hold you like i i i was upset and it was just one of those when i stopped to think about like damn i could have did something differently i was just like Lindsay, you you can address it better than what you did and i know my part that played in the hurt so i was just like well damn 
let me and especially because we didn't get a chance we didn't get a chance to you know really True. you know dial back have a conversation we were just doing a lot of just more so hanging out as opposed to actually getting to know each other right because given the occasions it wasn't really much time to get to know each other as opposed of the reason why we were there yeah so then just when i stopped and thought about it i was just like i a, a part of me felt like I did because I didn't allow that chance for us to grow. I was just like I I want to fix it. Like I wanted it to to be better. But I know that's what I wanted for me when I was ready. You were you probably weren't necessarily ready. At that I point. wasn't. Y'all. I'm not gonna hold you. I wasn't. My Scorpio moon was like fuck that. And I and, and and what I say I said you know what I respect your decision. But I was honest with her and I told her that. I told her from jump. I was like, I appreciate you coming to me. It's cool and all. And I, I, I give you, you know, I give you credit for being woman enough to, you know, take accountability. But at this present moment, the way I'm feeling, I'm not ready to want to let you in my space right now. Like, I'm not in a space to be welcoming enough to know I'm going to let you in my space where I'm saying pretty much I forgive you without throwing it back in your face. I'm going to still throw it in your face at this present moment because I'm not fully over it. But again, that's me being honest with myself and being honest with her for her to realize, yo, for her at least to tell me like, if she's gonna forgive me, she wanna forgive me hundred percent. She not gonna just she don't wanna half ash forgive me. Cause then at that point we going back the same road. If I feel if you're gonna forgive somebody, forgive them wholeheartedly, where it's that you're not throwing it back in their face where you're really over. So let's say something does transpire. That's not the first thing on your mind to throw back at them because you're literally half forgiving them for it to be whatever. That's where I was at because at that point I was still pissed. Like like she said, the way she went about it to me was crazy. It was like, yo, you really took this to I'm not a social media chick. I don't take such a social media. So, like, to take it to social media was, like, for real for everybody because both of our pages are public. And I can, but then, then for me, I, it was one of those, I was so hurt for me, I did something that was outside of my character. So, it was one of those, when I did it, and after seeing your response, it was like, well, shit. I mean, I can't. And I want y'all to know my response wasn't, I clapped back, I went back and forth with her on Twitter because I didn't. It didn't. And then, but, and then I understood. I mean, for me, I was like, okay. But I let her keep talking and talk to herself. I was like, all right. And I just messaged her privately, like, you got it for you to disrespect me the way you did. Like, I told her in private. So it was like, I still was on some stuff like, you're hurt and you're entitled to be hurt, but I'm not going to meet you where you're at because that's not going to make me no better. So I'm telling you in private, like, I'm not respecting how you're moving about this. You could have you came, you should have came to me 100, like, taking the social media. That I, it's a different level of disrespect now. And but I mean, in my opinion, oh, well, not in my opinion, but I guess from my standpoint, it was just like the way I approached, the way the situation went about. It was just like if it was that easy for you to be upset with me, I was just like, well, then I to me, I was like, well, fuck it, she ain't fucking with it, she ain't fucking with me. I I could give two fucks. So I was like, you know what, I did what I did, but it was out of my character because I don't do that shit neither. I don't never, I'll never post on social media. So for me to have gotten to that point, I was pissed. So I was just like, you know what? It was what it was. But in in my defense, my perspective, I honestly just didn't feel like you gave a fuck. So for me, when I feel like you don't give a fuck and I was hurt, I was just like... I. But if I go back at you on social media, that's how you know I don't give a fuck. Because that means I'm willing to let the world know that's where I stand and I'm not coming up off it even after I've done it. Like... I'm going to have the same energy, which means me going back and forth with you really would have showed like, yo, I don't fuck with you because there at that point, I don't respect you enough to even sit here and keep it private to have that conversation. So I'm going to let you vent. And I'm going to tell you in private how I feel about you because in reality, I cherish it enough that if I do some shit on social media, it's going to literally tarnish the friendship because it's both of us going bottom to bottom for no reason. So then who is really cherishing the friendship from jump if y'all both can go on that level? Somebody has to be the one to be like, you know what? You might be in a moment. I don't know how you react to things. And that's fine. But I'm going to let you know in public. I don't get down like this. 
And I'm going to show you how I get down because I'm going to tell you everything I see you do on social media. And I'm going to let you know behind closed doors. I don't rock like that. Understood. And I, and I, and I, and I heard you full heartedly. I got it. I mean, I mean. But you know, some people say that, but their actions don't match their words. But they'll still go tit for tat to you on social media and then try to say that's not how they do it in real life. Nah, I wasn't doing it with you on socials. And I'm like, I bet. I see how she feels. She got it. So what I am, I'm going to remove myself from people because I don't want that energy around me because I'm not even giving you that. So we can talk. Like, we don't know how each other reacts. We don't know each other. Again, we're rebuilding a bond off the strength in the beginning. So how you react to some things was minute to you might be major to me. What's major to you might be minute to me. Like, you I don't that's know. That's disconnect was at because we did So know. you have, that's what I'm saying. So in my mind, when you're going off, I'm not thinking to retaliate. I'm thinking, oh, she don't know me like that to know how I react. So I'm going to let her react how she's reacting. And I'm going to let it speak for itself because then in reality, I've done no wrong because I'm just letting you vent at this point. But in some parts, the truth kind of felt like it was in it. So it's kind of like, damn, like, I couldn't say no, nothing like that to you. Like, that's some, wow, okay, bad, wow, okay, cool. So that's how I take things because I feel like people say what they feel, really feel in anger. And that's how I felt. I'm not, I'm not denying that one bit of it. That's how I felt in that moment. But it just, I felt, I guess, the way the situation played out, I felt like because we never had a in-depth conversation in regards to what, friendship was for us and when certain things played out it was just like I felt in that moment it was like a discredit in regards to me and my me being a friend and I was like I didn't like feeling that way like I've never felt that way with nobody before so it was just like if that's how she feels then like why should I just keep you know moving forward with it you caught me at a great time I'm telling you you would have called me two years before that, before therapy. I don't know what would have fucking happened. I probably would have done some shit I would have regretted. Because my temper to not really be sit to stand back and analyze before I react, my, it wasn't that great. It wasn't. It wasn't. So I'm like, yo, God worked. That's when that happened. I'm like, yo, you didn't say nothing back? You didn't go, oh, you really took it private? Damn. You grown. You know, you love a good some attention grabbers. So, that's what it was for me. So, why do you feel people are so rapid to rebuilding their romantic relationships before their friendships? I guess it's the companionship aspect of it. Like, wanting to be with someone um, and having that that person, regardless of what they do. Uh, friendships are easier for people to throw away. Uh, if they also well, I can go back and I, I go home to my man or my woman or whatever. Um, not saying it's healthy because I mean I I know many of many of people in toxic ass situations, and I just be like, that's you. You know, you know, keep pushing, do what you. <laughs> that's whatever your life. Do what you, you do, do away you from do. me. But I mean, like you know, they be doing some fuck shit, but you you stick right beside them. That's me. <laughs> I'm gonna stick beside them. Um. I guess that that's the only thing I can think of. Like you, that's you know, you don't you're not wanting a sense of wanting to be alone. And I, I like I lost a friendship because I I felt like more so like I would put on like the back burner of a relationship versus like you want to you can have a person and by all means I'm never hated to nobody in a relationship. But when you start shitting on me, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You got it. We don't need to. We don't need to do that. And then. 
you you see how certain people value relationships more than friendships and like I, I feel like you should have a good balance like I feel like I for me I have a, a somewhat of a good balance like she married I ask I is married she's married she married in my DC voice she married <laughs> but I mean I you can't lose the sense of like like your identity like you can't do that like i for me i i'm not saying i'd be miserable but like damn like i he knows like when we spend our time together it's it's with us but you know i i want to spend some time with my friends and like be out there and hang with them like that's my a response good balance. Like, my response is gonna be so deep it might be on one of them what the fuck type vibes go ahead drop, drop, so drop, you want to know why i feel like people are so rapid to build romantic relationships before friendships because I feel like when they, like you said, it's a companionship factor, which means there's an intimacy and enticement that that person's looking for in the opposite sex, right? Which is somebody that can fulfill them, fulfill them sexually and let's say their love language is physical touch or they know they have that partner or companionship. If there's been a damaged childhood where that availability hasn't been given to love themselves and understand themselves and the importance how it is to advocate for self, that accountability of dependency that's going to be put on the other partner is what you're looking for because of what you lacked. But only a, a person that you are pursuit of interest, whether that be male, female, or otherwise, mm-hmm. is what's going to be able to give it to you because it's a mindset of what you've yearned and wanted to see as you've grown up, but what you're not able to take. So if they're able to check off those boxes, you can't get that in a friend. A friend, you can find that in anybody else and find that quality and factor and be maneuver around aimlessly without remorse because you know it's just a friendship. There's no enticement because there's not a soul tie that's being connected on the intimate level where you feel like, damn, you got me, as opposed to in a relationship. That's what it is. And a lot of people yearn for that because they want to yearn to be wanted and nurtured and want to be satisfying to another being. They're tapping into that uh, uh, unmet emotional need. Like, it's... it's You, you are, you are a freaking therapist, you know? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm agreeing. I know, but I'm telling you, yeah, they, I, that's my mindset as to why people do that, though. In, they they tapping into what they, they yearn for and what they... They see because they they haven't had it. It's, I ain't qualified or nothing, y'all. But that's just me speaking. She from dropping it. gems. Like, that's she just me speaking from. Like that's just me speaking from the heart. From the heart. From the heart. <laughs> but that's what I feel. It is is it is it fair? Nah. Not at all. At all. It's supposed to be bowls before hoes, bros before hoes. I gotta make sure y'all stay in by the code because y'all be flipping it and it be like a code sixty nine when it's beneficial and that's not that's not how we do it. So, bonds are a relationship between people or groups based on shared feelings, interests, or experiences. How essential are bonds in this day and age? I honestly feel like people don't value bonds as much as they should because I feel like a lot of times people treat people like they're disposable. To the left, to the left. And I got, I'm like, I, I don't. Like, I feel like, I feel like more so, it's a generational thing because mm, generational. That's different. I'm just saying. Elaborate like, for us, Lindsay. Elaborate. I like. I don't. I see like us growing up or whatever. I have. As as do you. You have people that you've been rocking for with for years, twenty plus. Vibes. So I have same same here. Like I got my friends at home that I've known forever. I see like now it's easy with the day and age with social media and blasting people and doing all this extra shit. People are quick to just drop people off and just like fuck it. I'm not fucking with them no more. Like 
the value of friendships and bonds are not where they need to be. People get or where they used to be. Used to be like people get so caught up in how they look like on on a social front that they forget that at the end of the day, social media ain't gonna hold you. But so far, like you, you yo, your internet friends. So what, really right, so what you gonna be like in real life when you step outside the behind, from that behind part, the you screen? You probably a lame. If you if you that so caught up into how you look online, keep that same energy at all times. If I see you in real life, I want you to be that same motherfucking person that I saw online, and you're not. So they they have these these air quotes. You can't see me. I'm air quoting. They have these bonds that they're building with people online. But that 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 lacks the authenticity authenticity that we grew up as as having a friendship. We didn't have that. Like social media came, when we were like teenagers, and we didn't know we weren't speaking at that time. So I'm just like, you I, in in my nah nah. It's not where it needs to be. I really do feel like now it's it's definitely not. It's not value. Interpersonal skills are being lacked. I don't feel like kids mm. nowadays know how to speak or articulate what they truly mean and what they want or desire in a level that proceeds them to make sure that they are, you know, shown as well knowledge because I feel like a lot of the internet and electronics have crippled them to be lazy, which doesn't allow them to understand what it is to have interaction with the actual human being in real life, in real time, outside of games. So, no. I do not feel like bonds are where they need to be. And social anxiety. We're getting experiences, yes, but I feel like everybody would have had to came from our generation for them to appreciate it and not be hooked on it. Yep. That's it. Like, that's really how it comes from. Like, after Gen Z, after Gen Y2, it's pretty much everything went downhill because kids were crippled with social, you know what I'm saying, interactions where there's a lot more availability for them, like private chat rooms and stuff like that, where they didn't grow up with Linda Ellaby's for, you know, Nick or, you know, the vital information of your everyday life from Lori Beth Denberg from all that or, you know, have the cousin Skeeters or the My Brother and Me shows that showed you unity and how to really die, you know, die, not even say diverge, but, you know, navigate through the life as a black, young, you know, knowledgeable person. Like, it was not common. So, to be well-versed and well-knowledged at such a young age was something that we, you know, it was enticing when you looked at shows like South Central where they had the African market. But it wasn't much so pursued as it is now today where it's kind of not, it's, it's walking on a thin line of ethnocentrism to, to, to some part of society where it offends them. If half the stuff that dropped when we were younger dropped now, it'd be a hashtag, it'd be a... Air quote cancel culture, like it. Child, that's that other thing. Cancel culture yeah. for sure. My brother and me would have been cancel culture. Kenan and Kel, Tyena, the cousins, keep all Ty- that. Tyena, all that. The like, brothers Garcia. They, they wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't. I feel like I. That's why I'm. They're glad too we, sensitive. Like I feel like I'm glad we grew up when we did. Like I, I'm. It's just well versed. Like we got kids now that will literally watch a YouTube video, somebody playing the game, as opposed to them playing the game. Help me understand that, like that. That's the disconnect is too real for me. Or they'll watch other kids play with toys. Get the toy yourself, <laughs> like, I, or watch other kids play outside. Like, it's the it's that disconnect is crazy for me. And for me to work with kids, I see it all too real. Like, we got I'm working with kids working, but from six to eighteen, and you telling me you don't like being a social because you a social environments because you don't know what to say as it's normal but it's to the point where they're so caught up 
in being uncomfortable. <clears throat> Excuse me. And not um, knowing that that their anxiety just builds up, and then they're in a position where they just revert and they're just introverted. And they're and they're good, like they're good kids. Like they have good conversation. Like they have a lot to offer, but they don't know how to interact because of the way society is in regards to uh, like engagement. So it's just social media, man. It's a gift and a curse, man. It's a gift That's and gonna a be curse. one of our episodes called "Socially Aware, Socially Awkward." That'll be coming to you guys soon. So hold out, wait on it. But nonetheless, bonds also identified as a connection between two surfaces or objects that have been joined together, especially by means of an adhesive substance, heat or pressure. <laughs> Every time I read that, I laugh because if you know, like I know, heat or pressure. <laughs> Sorry. What do you feel causes bonds to bend or break when heat or pressure is added? For example, uncomfortable conversations, healthy boundaries, ego, etc. Um, breaking miscommunication. That's a definitely that's a good breaking point in any kind of bond. Perception is key. How you see something is not how somebody else sees something. Um, oh gosh, the lack of wanting to understand can also um, break and putting your own pride and ego to the side that's another good point as well like if you're unable to dial back and reflect that it's not just about you then it's hard for you to you know connect and build with somebody else on any kind of level you know um but for me the big thing for me is that communication piece like that shit right there was just- i feel like communication is imperative you can communicate all you want to, but if the person doesn't comprehend, it's a, it's deaf. It's on deaf ears. That like under that, like I wanted to understand. So if they don't understand or comprehend from the level of what you're trying to give or wanting them to receive, then that's it. The message is lost. So that's imperative for me. Um, what I feel causes bonds to really bend or break is the lack of trust because it's past traumas that have caused you to not want to trust because you're carrying it on to somebody else because you're putting them in a pigeonhole of what they probably aren't really because it's just you being more conscientious to protect yourself type situations that's something where i feel like causes bonds to bend and break is there is own insecurities and not self-awareness so then I know this is your podcast and whatnot. Are you open to questions? Oh, oh, okay. So this is what we're doing. Let's go. Just no, just, just, just. Let's go. We're all about you because we out here. Setting we just keep on, on, on air. We keep it real. So let's go. Set the tone for the people. Um, so then for you in relation to us, then what do you feel like bending or broke ours? I think. Drops like. <laughs> Not drops like what I feel bent ours was the the involvement of parties not involved because the and the situation started with us and then it became me you and your LSs. I was like, well, how did this come into play when it was just a us situation? Like none of mine are involved. Like what? Wait, what happened? It's something I guess on Twitter where you had added them and they replied back. I guess in something. I don't know. I have the screenshot. I have to look back. But Please who? let me know. Because for me, I don't remember. So if it was... But it was one of those situations like, dang, like, dang, we can't keep it private. And I'm a private person because there's people to this day that nobody will know that I don't rock with. But they probably can tell I don't rock with. But there's no confirmation because I don't speak ill on the person. Like, excuse me, nor do I discuss them at all. Like, that's just me as a person because... 
why drag your name through the mud when at one point I rock with you? So what does that say about me? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just don't deal with you because you do what you do and it's not what I'm doing. And now you just got to do it away from me because it doesn't fit my persona and I'm entitled to that. But that's what it was for me. It was kind of like when it became a us situation rather than you and I, I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm good off this. Then why I guess at that time didn't you say anything to me? Because I didn't know you well enough to care enough to want to go ahead and fix okay. it at so that we, point. Okay, so then we were, at least in that respect, then we were both in a situation where it was one of those, okay, it was, it was not no love lost, but it was just like, well, we wasn't really in that position anyway. So, yeah. Okay. Because I didn't care enough, because I didn't know you enough, I was like, alright, she been around, but she ain't been around, been around, so it was like... Maybe this was part of the whole thing of where this is where we're supposed to just we're supposed to have do for our season. Like that's how I saw it as. Respect, respect, respect. So do you feel bonds are not cherished as much because most people aren't able to step outside of their point of view? Or is it that accountability isn't a factor adhered to to progress to cherish a bond? Mm, both. That account That's valid. Uh that accountability piece. Um, is definitely, I guess, a, it's a good point in regards to if you can't step back to realize your part played, then how can you truly, you know, work past something and rebuild? Um, and then if, if you don't cherish enough, like cherish the person or the friendship at all, then you're not going to want to get past and rebuild either. Um, I but nah, I can only use us as an example at this point. I can only use us as an example. But um, you know, I I was able to step back in, you know, hold myself calm. I can only speak for myself. Um, and I she can only speak for herself. You on the mic too? If you want to talk for you, I'm letting you do what you do. So <laughs> tell your story. Thank you, please, ma'am. Okay. Um, and and then I, you know. A part of me still, you know, wanted to, you know, reach out, you know, and, you know, rebuild. But it, you weren't in the same place. So, you know. Damn sure wasn't. And I'll be honest with you. I was like, nah. I was on some F her, F the horse she rode in on. Don't use nobody else to contact me because I don't want to talk to you. That's the door is open. It is closed. And my Nene voice, the door is closed. That's how I felt, guys. As you were saying. Oh, that was it. You was I was like you have the floor. Oh yeah, the door was closed, guys. I wasn't built. I messages relayed. I was like, I don't give a damn. Don't care. Not my business. They're not supposed to have contact with me. So thanks for relaying. Thanks, no thanks. Was there ever any point where you felt like you played a part? And that's just being open and honest. Not the goal. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take a gulp on that one. Maybe in the way I responded, possibly my delivery is probably the most I would say. But in reality, how I know I could have acted and reacted, no. Because I wasn't a hundred percent on a thousand like I normally am where I violate, like violate, violate. But I wouldn't have known. So how you responded for me felt like a violation. 
to me because we never we because we never had anything happen true so it was like the fuck like it was like true (laughs) what the fuck so it was just like so and i understand i'm not i'm not gonna and i will never ever discredit somebody's growth so i for me if that if that's what that was i understand that from your perspective but you gotta understand for me i didn't know so i took that like the way it was at me i was just like my nigga but for you you weren't thinking about how i was receiving it. you were thinking about how you could have responded yeah so to you you can i can understand you not thinking it wasn't as deep as it could have been but from my perspective because i've never said this was it hit me like damn it was like a smack to me because for us to have never had that engagement it was one of those damn Damn Which makes sense because I'm a person that I let shit go and once it once it comes out and that's at that point and I just be like I don't give a fuck. So you're gonna get as an I don't give a fuck. Like and I don't care how you a, feel. And that's and so for me that's probably why it hit the hardest because we were we were we were like we were we wasn't we we had seen each other for each other's graduation, which was awesome. Right. Because we got smacked. Why are you telling my business? <laughs> <laughs> um. And it was for me. I was just like, it was like, all right, yo, things was going good. So I, for me, I'm just like slow and steady. But we, you know, we reconnected, we going. So then when that happened, it was just like, damn, yet again. So it was like, it was a step back for me because I, I, a part of me, I, I let people in, but I don't let people in. Like right. you was at my graduation. Outside of my LSs, my now husband, my mom, and my uncle, I really didn't have people out there like that. So. Me asking you to be out there, like, that was because it was important to me. So, for me to invite you to such an important moment in my life, and I went to something that was important for you, I, in my mind, my guard was down. So, like, when that, when that happened and that exchange happened, it was just like, maybe, maybe it wasn't what I thought it was. Like, for me, I was like, maybe I was building a facade of something that wasn't happening. That's, that's how I'm thinking. So, when the situation transpired, it was just like. I just feel like with me, when it comes to me, and this doesn't even go on just you, I feel like when it comes to me. People hear me when I'm rowdy and I'm going off and it's on somebody else. Like, if I say, for instance, I'm telling you about somebody else that I'm having a situation with and how I got rowdy, you'll be like, yeah, bitch, I see you. Yeah, you better let her have a blah, 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 blah. Everybody's always a cheerleader until it's them in a position. Then when it's them in a position, everybody's not a cheerleader. They want to go ahead and try to be a coach and be on the defensive tackle side where it's like, I'm a defensive coach. Let me go ahead and defend the whole situation we're trying to put down. No, because you be listening to it when I do it with somebody else, but not when it's on you. You want to take it personal. I keep the same energy all around for anybody. So I feel like people have so many expectations for me to to handle them the way I they want me to handle them without telling me that when I give them the same energy I would give to anybody else, it shocks them because they think they're so close like that, that that they're off limits of getting that same type of energy. You're not. Like I give that energy to my own mother and she's my mother. Like, nah, the way you're talking to me, you're disrespectful. I don't appreciate it. Or oh, I apologize for my tone and my delivery. And I thank you and the apology has been received. Yes, that's that's the type of person I'm a, I don't care if my mother, my if my grandma's still alive the same way, like anybody Nobody's off limits when it comes to my boundaries. So when you come to me crazy and I come back at you the way I told you I come back at other people, don't be surprised because I'm not sparing you like I wouldn't spare them. And I guess because I because I never I guess because in the beginning we never really talked about right. your falling out what you have with other people. Like I I know. And I ain't never for me when I fell out people it was, you know, nice and nice and chill. So um when you know shit happened it was just like okay 
that's how it is. I don't like that. And you know, we went from there. But we're good now. Are not we? Like, nah. Oh, bitch, no, you did it. Not as I eat your. Not as I eat this broccoli. Are we? Are we good? Are we good? You told me. It's like nah. We cool. We cool. Sorry, guys. I had to make another mimosa. <laughs> it was only right. That's why y'all heard me so far away. I was in the kitchen. Okay, nonetheless. But yeah, that's how that was. So this is what I really feel because this 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 part of the conversation is so pertinent because it's not discussed enough enough where it's transparent yet understood. So here we go. Uh -oh. We're both in sororities. Now we all know Greek life isn't the easiest to maintain once you're in. You're labeled by your org before your character. How imperative is it to truly understand the bonds we're actually committing to for a lifetime? Damn. That's deep. Ow, ow. That's deep. Told you. I, you know I gotta I gotta close with something like a heavy hitter. Yeah, no, no, that's no, that's good. No, no, that's one put out there. I just want to give a shout out to uh my sorors of Zeta Five Beta Sorority Incorporated. Want to say shout out to y'all real quick. I listen. Ain't no way I'm about to be on here and not shout out my. There's only was. there's only two or three people that come to mind when you say that. <laughs> hey y'all. Selena, <laughs> Celicia, and and Sheree. Now you can add Lindsay to the list. And Lindsay. Lindsay. And Lindsay. Oh God. Anywho, oh man, um, damn, and all. One, oh, also shout out Drastic Measures. We just turned 10, too. Shout out to my, shout out to my LSU. She just turned 10. Hey, some people don't make it to 10. Okay. I'm 10. I've been 10 since April, though. Okay. So. Like, like it ain't still 2021. But, um, uh, in regards to that aspect of it, I really, you really got to step aside one, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this, and y'all can hear me or not hear me. Not every sorrow you going to meet is going to be somebody you're going to get along with. Because every sorrow isn't your sister, is what she's saying in the long I'm, show. I am. Um, and it, it's no, because it's true. Like, I, I, at the end of the day, I will always respect the fact that you in my order. But you are you at the end of the day. And... I go off of your relationship with me and how you move with me. And I can only say I have a good handful of ones in my life right now that have necessarily set the tone in regards to true sisterhood, to be honest. Uh, it, it's it's not everybody. Be like that. It's not everybody. It really isn't everybody. Um, I and I, I'm thankful for the bonds that I have created. Um, but it's just you have to build it more. Not it's the the foundation is the you being in the org. That's that's the the necessarily the beginning aspect of it. But after what happens next is how y'all relationship grows from there. Yes, we in the same organization, but what else do we have in common? What else? What, what, what else? 
Because this girl got her shoes on in my house. That's the only reason why I was bad. looking at her. My bad. So, yeah, if y'all don't know, I'm a germaphobe. So, I'm about to ready to drop kick her behind. Ask her what she asked me to do when I first came in her house. It don't matter. We're not going <laughs> to put make the excuses. <laughs> Anywho. I just had 12 P's on point at that time. You want to take my shoes off? This is on your podcast. Go ahead, go ahead and do what you're doing. You can take them off when I start talking because I'm about to say something after you're done. Okay. <laughs> um... So essentially, like I was, you got me all my mind. My thoughts, surprises. Trauma. Anywho, um, the foundation is just being in the org, but what you do thereafter will identify, you know, the growth and the bond that you create. Um, like how you looking out for one or doing things just off, the, uh, just based off of the strength because you believe that they're a good person. Like to this day, I wouldn't be where I am today. As a fully licensed therapist, got a shout out to my profession. If it wasn't for my pro fight who got my foot in the door in the field in the first place. She doesn't understand the the pivotal point that she placed in my life by just introducing me and getting me to where I need to be. So doing stuff like that, essentially, you know, showing showing someone that you care, being there for someone at their lowest, essentially, you know, sets that, you know, that bond and that flow going. Go ahead, go ahead, man, because you got Drop drop some gems for these folks because obviously I'm boring you. She's not boring me. She's just so old fashioned. Good God. Oh my goodness, how dare I? You turned ten and became old school for real. God, I've girl. I've been like this for a minute though. I've been. You like became this. old school for real. I've been like this for a minute. You know it's different nowadays. Nah, but for, I've been labeled by my my org because I was like just adults. It's like okay, it's not even just with the big butt no more. Gosh, I'll take that before just the Delta. So real talk, y'all. I don't carry my lanyard around with me because not because I'm ashamed, but because I'm still just like. You, you say something to me, I'm still going to pop off and I don't want that associated to my org and I don't want you to know unless you know what car I'm driving, which is still going to be none of your business. That That's what I'm entitled to because if I'm a civilian, I'm a civilian. Yes, I know Delta is worn or I embody Delta no matter where I go and how I walk, but there's just some things where it doesn't have to be publicized. That That's what I'm a part of for that to be the first connotation or connection between me and my org like i don't want that because i'm still human no matter what like org or not i'm still human i'm still going to make some mistakes that are probably not going to be satisfying for delta i'm still going to do some things that i will possibly regret not saying i have but you know what i'm saying it's 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 normal era as a human and growing up and i'm only 31 so there's still a lot for me to learn as a person especially in my org but um, the bonds that you commit, I felt were imperative because I can't just commit to something that I can't wholeheartedly do that, especially if I'm doing it before God in a church. That's important to me because I don't play with my, 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 my religious beliefs. So, so I have to make that commitment on bending knee in a church. Like that's saying I before God am honoring and cherishing what I'm signing myself up for. I may not like you, but I made the oath to be able to protect and serve in my sister. So I'm going to do it regardless. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we're all women. We all have personalities that not everybody's going to attract. Not everybody's going to, you know, deflect either. But it's a part of life. And I just feel like... When you do it, do it for the right reasons. When you're doing it for the right reasons, everything else is pretty much null and void. And a lot of people join for the wrong reasons, and that's why they're in situations that they're in now. That's why they're denouncing, making stupid videos. But it won't be me, because I'm not. I'm dedicated to 1913, baby. Period. <laughs> I'll let you have your moment. 
I mean, you don't have to let me. It's going to be my moment regardless. It's called Jesse Real Podcast. I'm always going to get a moment. Ciao. So, <laughs> that was us rebuilding bombs. Lindsay, do you have any be real anecdotes or, you know, a lesson that you go by for life that you want to share with our fan bam? Oh, wow. Um, in all honesty, just where I am now in life, um, literally just moving forward and putting your best foot forward. Like I've, I've, and I want to just shout out Jess because since us rebuilding, I've had things happen to me that. If y'all could see my face, I'm like, what the hell did I do? She been, nah, y'all. So, cause I, I, I had, I had some things unfold. I was in a car accident and just to, just to see, just to see and have just the support has been really, it's been really helpful. Like I really have a conversations with my husband and my mom and just in regards to just how I've seen Jessica just show out for me and it's been really it, it's been really heartfelt and warm so I just want to thank you on air we thugs out here don't be trying to make me cry on my own podcast dog sorry we don't do that dog like, we sorry. thugs out here in these streets bro I appreciate it full heart we thugs out here in these streets but you're welcome girl you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> oh. girl but um, not just taking each day and one at a time. Like I, it, life is life is too short. Like we, too short. And and it, it's unfortunate. Uh, us as African Americans, I feel like our lives are even cut shorter just because of the target we have that on, part. on a regular basis. And they try to be on some bullseye. Yeah. Cherish your mental health. Oh, I don't know how many times I can say that. Ba-dum-bum. Your mental health is key. I don't say that just for being a therapist. I say that because we don't talk about it enough in the black community. So please, it is okay to have a therapist. I'm a therapist and I feel like I need a therapist. I'm on, like, I'm in that route to get they my o- own therapist. They always say therapists are the ones who need therapists. So. That I think is crazy. Oh, she gave me the wrap up. <laughs> Um, thank you just for having me. Uh, appreciate y'all. Hopefully this was a good podcast. I liked it. This was fun. It's going to be a good podcast because it's my podcast. Duh! And you were our guest. You were the realest. Nonetheless, on air, I always tell y'all, keep it real. And what I always tell y'all, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the flip. And make sure y'all know, when y'all have them real friends, know it's meant to be. Duh. Stupid. It's got to rain.